Think no evil. It's good for soul retrieval. It's the Rhyme and Reason Podcast, episode 241. Hey there, Tony here, and welcome once again, or for the first time, if this is the first time for you, to the Rhyme and Reason Podcast, where I talk about rhymes and reasons, and I have reasons for my rhymes, and a lot of times my reasons rhyme. Does that make sense? <laughs> Alright, I'm going to move on. You're... Uh, if you heard the opening of the show, you heard me talk about think no evil. It's good for soul retrieval. Soul, brother, what what do you suppose I'm talking about? Well, try to think about no evil. Have you ever done that? Have you tried to ever tried to think about nothing? You can't do it. Go ahead, try. I'll wait. See, you just can't do it, can you? But how about this? Can you think no evil? Hmm, that might be doable. But you know what? You sure wouldn't think it was possible even to do that if you only got your news and information from social media. Every day I see F-bombs and nasty, mean comments being tossed around on just about every social media platform there is, even by otherwise seemingly decent people. Yeah. Yeah, even them. You know what? To think no evil might actually take some effort for a lot of people. Here's um, here's part of my point today. If you can't take someone to task for their expressed opinion without dropping some form of the F word, you're a loser. Yeah, that's right. I said it. A loser. You've either lost the knowledge of vocabulary you acquired in school or never had that knowledge in the first place. Or you've lost your ability to think intelligent thoughts without letting profanity dilute and pollute your point. Either way, you're a loser. Every single day, I hear or skim over F-bombs and other foul language from people online and in the real world. Every single day. It's beyond stupid. If you think your point needs one or more forms of the F-word, then your point is weak. Or at least your ability to make a point is. Either way, like I said, loser. Get a dictionary. Read it. Or look up words you don't know, at least, and find out what they mean. And you can even look up synonyms. Look that up for words. And um, you, you know, synonyms you're already using. In other words, for words you're already using, I mean. And, and see if maybe you can expand your horizons in the world of words. It's an awesome world, the world of words is. And the more words you can use, the more you'll be able to think no evil. Huh. But why is it important to think no evil? Well, after saying all I've said so far, the most important reason for thinking no evil is this. It's one of the ways love is clearly seen in you. True love and evil can't exist in your mind at the same time. They're mutually exclusive. That's why God used Paul to show the most important characteristics of love. If you've never read 1 Corinthians, even if you're not a Christian, you should read it. You'll discover the awesomeness of love, the power of love, and how God values love above all other qualities. I'm going to share this song with you, kind of on the same topic, and I'll be right back. It's a cool light, a 
Yeah, when you're choosing to do right, you're risking some consequences. It's not a matter of what you feel is right, but what actually is right. And the way you can know that, of course, is to check in with God, at least from time to time. If it's not every day, check in with Him. He left a manual for us to follow. It's everywhere. The manual is the Bible, and you can find out what's right, and you can do that. But there are consequences. Like, maybe people won't think you're so cool. I get that, you know? Me, I personally have all kinds of people that don't think I'm very cool because I choose to go with what God says and what he says about me. And I've been guilty. I've been convicted. But I still choose to try to go where God would have me go and do right and risk the consequences. Now, why would anyone prefer to think and do evil or use vile language rather than love? Simple, because they don't want to do right and risk the consequences. They hate God, and they prefer to be their own God. And like the words to the song say, where that leads, you will always long for water. That does it for this episode of the Rhyme and Reason podcast. Thank you so much for being there. Thank you for tuning in and sharing with family and friends and uh, business acquaintances, whoever you have chosen to share this with and tell them about the Rhyme and Reason podcast. You can uh, actually listen to it without subscribing to anywhere on iTunes or Google Play or Player.fm or Acast or Stitcher. You don't have to subscribe to it. You can just go to TonyFunderberg.com and click on the Rhyme and Reason podcast link at the top there and listen to it there. That'd be great. Whatever way you find it works best for you. TonyFunderberg.com or any of those... um, podcast syndication channels, whatever your preference is, you know, for your player, your lifestyle. I Whatever way you're doing it, tuning in is great with me. I appreciate it more than you know. And on that note, I'll just say that remember there is a rhyme and reason to life because God made you. There's a rhyme and-